Hey, good morning, guys. It's uh, Darko Josipovic for another episode of the Dark Suns podcast. I am back. Man, it's early here. Uh, I, I've been getting up early, a lot early. It's only 6.30, but I've been up since 4. So, yeah, uh, it's finally coming together. Sleeping is optional. Well, not necessarily. You got to get some rest, guys, but I've been getting up early. I've been cycling a little bit. I'm actually taking a few days off. I'm going to give my body a little bit of a break. Um, it was my mom's birthday, 63rd birthday yesterday. Happy mama. Happy birthday, Ruza. Ruza Josipovic, I love you. I uh, appreciate everything you've done for me, for our family, for my sister, for your sisters, for my cousins. Your generosity um, has touched me and has touched all your family. She's uh, been very generous. She's been sending money to the family in Eastern Europe since we've been here. So when you see my mom in a Honda Civic, just know she could be in a Bentley. <laughs> yeah, she's giving a couple of C classes away at this point. But that's not her intentions. My mom is very generous and very giving. Her goal in life is to help others regardless of her situation. She was never materialistic and came from very humble beginnings. So that's all we want to say. Happy birthday again to my mama. She's 63 years old as of yesterday. So let's hope she doesn't work much longer. Let's hope the podcast can uh, take off in the near future and we can try to retire my mama because uh, she doesn't need to work anymore. God bless her. Um, besides the point, guys, uh, I wanted to come on today, man. I, I had a really good weekend. Of, uh, I was able to touch base with some people that have actually been able to listen to the podcast Closer friends, mostly um, I ran into them at dinner the other night. And um, man, it was really touching. One of my closest friends that I went to high school with, I hang out with him and his sister quite a bit. Um, I'm not for sure if I should even share this, but I will, because that's what this podcast is all about. It's very transparent. There are no secrets, no limits. No conversation off topic on the on the Dark Suns podcast. I keep more on the same minds like minds. What's going on with minds like minds? Why is it every time I utter the Dark Suns podcast, I've been wanting to say minds like minds? And for you guys that don't know, Minds Like Minds podcast is my brother's, my two brothers' podcast. Uh, the Sean, the definition, the one and only, the truest. And of course, you guys know the one and only R.L. Malpica, Ramon Malpica. The Puerto Rican Prince, out and Gunner. Man, I love you guys, man. I miss you guys. Can't wait to see you guys. Um, Y'all came a long way. Um, yeah, man, www.akashaflakes.com. www.akashaflakes.com. Check that out. That is a mindful streaming platform like Netflix. But believe me, akashaflakes.com will not have the Atlanta Housewives and the Kardashians and the Jersey Shores. Uh, it'll have more like uh, spiritual leadership, uh, tarot card readers, um, just different spiritual leaders and leaders around the world, you know. So check that out. Um, I wanted to kind of just mention that to you guys. It's kind of really where I've gained a lot of my knowledge and those people over there have, have been tremendous help in my growth. Um, 
in like literally the midst of the battle of depression. I'll just never forget, you know, streaming Akasha Flicks, following some of their pages and messaging with them. They were very responsive. I love you guys. I love Maria. You know who you are. Keep doing the good work, God's work. And uh, I'm just going to be more proud of everybody out there. So, man, we got to do a podcast today, guys. Uh, I got so much going on here. Um, this might be a little bit of a longer version podcast. I know you guys are used to about a 17, 20-minute deal. Uh, this one might actually be a little bit longer because I wanted to maybe try doing something a little different today um, when it came to mental health. And uh, I wasn't really going to ever get into any kind of a statistic deal here. Uh, I probably would have eventually in season two. I'm planning on going video uh, for season two, um, which we don't have any kind of release dates on that. I just know my audio days are behind me. Um, I've gotten plenty of practice. But uh, it's time for you guys to kind of see me and kind of put a face to this voice. So. I'm excited for that. I'm sure you guys are as well. We'll have some guest appearances. We'll have some uh, some therapists, some cognitive therapists. We'll have some pharmaceutical drugs on. Uh, even if I have to pay people to come onto this podcast, uh, we'll figure something out. So, and you guys will be a part of that. So just keep yourselves tuned. Thanks for all the support. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to just kind of start out, kind of what I said earlier, with some friends that I hung out this week and. Yeah, one of my high school friends walked over to me and he's like, man, I've been listening to your podcast. And I'm like, great, great. You know, give me some constructive criticism, you know, tell me something. And he did. He did. He said uh, he gave me some pointers and uh, he told me how he enjoyed the first three or four episodes. Um, he felt like they were raw from the heart. Um, the tone of my voice, I was a lot more passionate, a lot more aggressive, kind of like trying to get those points across. And then. He kind of also said, like, the last couple of episodes kind of really didn't bring as much of that passion. Um, at times, he was saying that I may be getting somewhat repetitive, uh, which I probably am, um, since I'm not really a statistic guy and I'm not taking this mental health podcast and Googling things I should be talking about. Um, so, yeah, at times I will probably get somewhat repetitive, but I, I really want to do better and uh, take this criticism and actually grow with it. So, I will try to do my best and keep this thing fresh. So let's hope that today's podcast gets better reviews. So thank you, guys. Uh, I do appreciate all the comments and all the support. So if anybody else has anything else to say in regards to my podcast, man, I'm all ears. I love it. That's the only way we're going to grow together as a community and help each other is to listen to one another and, and take the good and bad and, and try to make it into something even better. So... I'm actually going to read some statistics today because uh, I'm kind of in the mood for it. So we want to talk about um, kind of the top 10 mental health issues that we struggle in this country, um, not only in this country, but any civilized, westernized civilization, anybody in the world. So they're saying anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, I've had it, depression, I've had it, Dis dissociative disorder. I need to look into that one. I'm not as familiar with D-I-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-I-V-E disorder. We may have to actually Google that here shortly. Go ahead and define that one. Uh, attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, ADHD. 
man, this motherfucker is the bitch. I think this is the worst of them all. Because this is the one that they fucking give your kids when they go to school. And your kids are a little bit more, um, they're a little bit more, uh, I don't even know the word to use there. They're having a hard time focusing on their tasks. Or they're having a hard time just kind of, I don't know. I, I think it has a lot to do with, with really kind of how they're um, carried themselves within the classroom. So a lot of times these kids will, will you know, their homeworks may not, you know, they're, they're, they're just going to be wrote their their minds wander so with adhd kind of what i've experienced because i felt like i probably have had it i've had it i probably still have it a lot of people have this this is not a disorder um it's just the way that your body is you know wired it's just who you are so if you're a type of person that, that has you know hard time you know staying on a task it's okay you can practice how to get better about that if you're the type of person that paces back and forth, and you know, I get, I do that a lot. You know, I mean, even at work, I'm just consistently. I get up off my desk, I go outside, I go to the service bay, I go to the body shop, I go talk to somebody, I get back on my desk. It's like a, it's like a constant movement. I'm, it's hard for me to stay still. I don't want to stay still. Stillness is death. Action is life. So, um, for people that like to call kids and tell them they have a fucking attention deficit hyperactive disorder which abbreviates into adhd fuck you ain't nothing wrong with that motherfucking disorder them kids are who they are let them be who they are that's who their parents were that's who their grandparents were they never took pills they had families they had kids they they grew they spread the love so yeah Please don't put your pills, uh, kids on a fucking ADHD pills at five, six years old because a fucking teacher or principal thinks the fact that they can't handle the child, they're not trained to handle kids of that caliber. Those kids are typically a lot more intelligent. They're more spiritual. They're empaths. They are the leadership, the leaders of this country, the leaders of this world. Please don't let doctors prescribe trash pills. And please try not to put your little babies on pills. I'm tired of the shit. I'm tired of y'all, you know, uh, uh, families, uh, parents, uh, raising kids, you know. And again, the, the, you know, I need to be careful. And I don't have any children. So maybe, I mean, I need to maybe kind of cut myself a little short on this one. But I don't know what it is to raise a child. I really don't. You know, I've been around my nephews a little bit. My buddies have had kids. I've, I've spent as much time with them. I love being around kids. I'm, I'm, I'm very personable. I love children. But I know one thing, I know one thing for a fact, and nobody can tell me anything other. I would never, ever in my lifetime put my child on a fucking pill, ever. So, yeah, take that in consideration when checking your kids into school and getting them jabbed. Maybe it's time to start thinking homeschooling because the school is designed to fuck your kid up, so... Uh, if you can't put them to a private school or homeschool them, then don't send them to a public school. Or be very selective to what public school you send them. Because some of those public schools will raise criminals and put your pills on, put your kids on pills, which will even make them more sicker. That's it. That's all I got on that. We got to move on to something else. Um, uh, so we're, uh, again, anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, depression, this dissociative disorder, we'll have to look that up. Attention deficit, hyperactive ADHD, post-traumatic stress disorder, we hear a lot about that with uh, PTSD. That's exactly what that is. A lot of soldiers 
people that's been through a lot of uh, stress, a lot of physical aggressive stress. Um, they struggle with that. I worked with a guy that was, a, you know, he was in the military. We worked at Papa John's together, and uh, his name was Riley. Very nice guy, man. Just a very nice guy. But you can just tell, you know, the things that he's seen and the places that he's been. And I can, you can just see that it's definitely not a number on him mentally. So, um, man, I, I remember I, I don't see him anymore. But uh, uh, Riley, if you're out there and you get to hear this podcast, I love you, bro. Uh, always loved you. I know you're doing good out there. <clears throat> no, last time I saw you, you were doing some good in the suburbs of DFW, so keep uh, keep that up, buddy. Uh, it looks like uh, schizophrenia and obsessive-compulsive disorder. Some of these I'm not as familiar with. Most of them I know a little bit about, but there is a few that I'll have to just kind of look into just to kind of get a better understanding. So that's kind of what they're saying the top 10 mental health issues are, which most of us already kind of knew that. And then I also wanted to... Um, kind of point out some facts as far as the statistics these are probably just u.s uh, mostly just u.s statistics i don't know about world but i'm sure it's only more graphic and horrific than it is here so they're saying 11 facts about mental health so they're saying more than 43 million americans struggle with mental illness 43 million how many people live in texas what about dallas alone is probably 8 million houston and all the cities combined i mean i'm i wouldn't be surprised if you don't have 43 million people living in the state of texas uh, that might be pushing it but i wouldn't be surprised eight here probably another 12 15 in houston you got san antonio you got austin i mean yeah we're probably you know we're close to it so so that's almost comparable to if we were to to reference it to saying Everybody in the state of Texas struggles with mental illness. So 43 million Americans across the across the, across the country. Wow, that's crazy. One in five young people ages 13 to 18 has or will develop a mental illness in their lifetime. Youth depression rates have risen from 5.9% to 8.0% since 2012. Depression symptoms can impact performance in schools and interface with personal relationships. Wow, really? More Americans lack access to adequate mental health treatments. 50% of Americans' adults with mental illness did not receive care in the last year. I wonder why 56% of our taxpaying Americans, our loving family members, our kids, aunts, uncles, parents, I don't think they can afford to, bro. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. If 56% of Americans did not receive any kind of treatment, then 56% of Americans didn't have fucking health insurance, and that's a different podcast. It all fucking ties together, man. I've already said this many a times. Mental health ties in with everything that's going on in your daily life. And then once you start reading these statistics, it kind of just really all starts making sense. So based off of that, 56% of Americans did not get the care they needed in regards to their mental health. The reason for that is is because 99.9% of insurance policies we can't afford, and the ones that do maybe cover some of this mental health, they're premium policies that you're going to have to spend $800 to $1,000 a month for. People that struggle with mental health, they probably don't have a whole lot of money to begin with because they're probably having a hard time keeping a job. 
So besides the point, we don't want this. Mental illness can affect people of any age, race, religion, or income. So the mental illness does not discriminate. They do not care how much money you got in your account. They do not care where you came from, what how old you are, and what your ethnic background is. It will get your ass. It's like a fucking black, it's a it's a virus. That once it attacks, it doesn't stop until it breaks you to the point of suicide. Many factors contribute to the development of mental health conditions, including life experiences such as trauma or a history of abuse. There you go. Trauma or history of physical or verbal abuse. Verbal can be just as impactful as physical. And we struck, and that, that, that's a big one there. Verbal abuse to, to, to kids and young teens. You, you probably get a lot of that. You got it back when I was a kid. I know that that was a big thing for me. You know, I got I got a lot of that, you know, and I'm not going to get into that. But um, what, what was I thinking? Feel more, okay, so more than else. Okay, so mental illness can affect, okay, so age, race, income. A mental illness, medical condition disrupts personal thinking, feeling, mood, ability to relate to others in daily functioning. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. We're in bed till noon. We, the, the rooms are completely covered in black. No lights on, no TV, no computer, no food, no shower, no brushing teeth, no combing your hair, not doing any kind of hygiene because you're like when you're in the, the darkest, like a, a reference to, to like this darkest moments, like it's hard. And I will repeat this over and over. It's hard. It's just really is hard to do just everyday chores. And I know a lot of people just know they're like, oh, my God, how, what do you mean you couldn't get up? What do you mean you couldn't brush? Like, fuck, that's what I mean. <laughs> It's just something within me that just wouldn't allow me to do these things. Like, you know, and if I had to do them, it was just, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got to get something to eat. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. Whatever. <laughs> Many factors contribute to the development of mental health conditions, including life experiences. We've talked about depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. Wow. Members of LGBTQ plus community are almost three times more likely to experience a mental health condition such as major depression or generalized anxiety disorder. Wow. Wow, that's awful. I'm sorry, LGBTQ. I really am. You guys don't deserve any of this. Uh, we love you guys on this show. We'll always support anybody on the show. I don't care who you are, what your you know, he, she, them, they, whatever you reference yourself to and all this nonsense that they're talking about, like, you're always going to get loved on this show. So LGBTQ, if there's anybody out there that's involved, holler at me, Dark Suns Podcast. I'd love to do something with you guys in regards to the statement. Common signs of mental health issues include extreme mood swings, yes, changes in eating habits, wow, we just, <laughs> accessing worrying or fear, yes, yes. Problems concentrating and avoiding friends and social activities. So true. So true. Whoever wrote these things definitely struggled with mental health or has actually had a lot of experience with people that have. <coughs> Excuse me. I should have gotten some water. So, <clears throat> one in, one in, uh, A half of mental illness shows early signs before son people turn 14 years of age. And three-fourths of mental illness begins before age of 24. So... Um, yeah, once this thing gets you, it's it's not gonna let you go. It's it's gotten a hold of you. It's a virus. It's a it's a it's a download into your body. It's a malware, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and it gets you. 
And then once it has you, it's like the matrix. You're plugged in and there's no coming out. But there is. And that's what this podcast is all about. We're going to find ways to cope. We're going to find ways to talk about it. We're going to find ways to get it off our chest. And then we're going to just find ways to to, to, to move on. Uh, more than one in four adults living with serious mental illnesses also struggle with substance abuse. Why, why, why do you think that is? That's definitely true because I definitely um, self-medicated many a times. <laughs> yeah, we self-medicate, man. People with mental illnesses, they're uh, doing everything in their power to suppress this thing. So I could definitely see people smoking a lot of pot, uh, maybe even drinking heavily. Thank God I don't drink heavily. I don't eat excessively. I'm not a glutton. Um Thank God I've, I've gotten better with my eating. I know I still have a long way to go, but I'm, I'm getting together with some nutritionists and some people that, that really want to help me with this, and they're taking the time out of their schedule to do it. So thank you guys for that. Uh, so that's really kind of what the statistics were on that. Let's let's get more into uh, what, what I was going to talk about. And another, another thing I was going to talk about is I recently added a friend on IG. And I think the lady's mad depressed, man. I mean, she's literally posting just her struggles every day. And I'm just like, wow. So I took some pictures of what she posted on her IG story page last night. And I'm going to read exactly what her post said. So her post um, literally stated in bold letters the, the, uh, the name of the article or whatever it starts out, it says, I'm depressed almost every day and I have been for years. My life feels empty and meaningless and almost nothing makes me truly happy. What could I do to fix it? And my, I am on antidepressants. They, they help but don't, don't do enough. So pretty much the antidepressants and the medicine that they give you, it's, it's not even helping you suppress the way you feel. I mean, it's not. You know, it clearly states that they help a little but those pills are not going to get you out of depression. They're not made to get you out of depression and fix whatever you feel. They're made to just kind of suppress it until you have to take another fucking pill or get some more aggressive pills. And it's just, you know, that's just the process you don't want to be in. Let's get back to the article. Sometimes people are diagnosed with treatment resistant depression when there are really is a chronic state of collapse. I know this because it happened to me. When you're traumatized as a child, you want to flee or less often fight. But because you can't flee or fight, you freeze, you submit, you numb out of your mind, dissociate the trauma. The problem is that when you experience a similar traumatic situation as an adult, you can again freeze. So true, that's exactly what's happened to me. It may not be the defense you as an adult normally use. You may ordinary fight or you may ordinary flee. But if you encounter a situation that's similar enough to the one that caused you to freeze as a child, you may freeze again. And if you get if you can't get out of freeze, if you find yourself in a situation where you absolutely cannot fight and you absolutely cannot flee, you'll eventually collapse. And collapse is the defense of last resort. So according to Ruth Linnaeus, R-U-T-H-A-L-A-N-I-U-S is probably the person that wrote this article. 
according to Ruth, the way to get out of collapse is to learn to stick up for yourself, to emerge from the state of learning helplessness and begin to advocate for yourself. It's what I did. I don't know what to do. I wasn't even trying. I, I had just reached the optimal point of I don't give a fuckness required to act in my own self-interest for once. I don't care if I was doing the right thing or not. I just did it and it worked. If your depression is being caused by a chronic state of collapse, your mind and body have decided that you can win. Wow, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> If your depression is being caused by a chronic state of collapse, your mind and body have decided that you can win. You cannot allow your body to decide that you can win. That's the worst thing that can happen. You can never let that happen. That it doesn't matter what you do because you, my friend, are done. I'm going to have to read that again. I'm, I'm getting a little emotional, guys. I'm sorry. If your depression is being caused by a chronic state of collapse, your mind and body have decided that you can win. Oh, I'm sorry. But you can. We will win. The only way that we'll ever live is if we're winning. You need to show it. You need to show it. You're still in the game. You need to learn to stand up for yourself. End of article. I do believe the girl that's posting this is a uh, of Pakistan or Indian origin. I'm not for sure if she's South or Northern Indian. She's not a Punjab, so she could be possibly from uh, maybe the South India. She's from Houston, and I don't believe this young lady is. Of even legal of even legal drinking age she's definitely under 21 just a beautiful little girl um man she's going through it i'm so happy to be able to reach out to her and just message her and just check in on her i do it all the time every time she posts things of this caliber like the first thing i want to do is just go on her ig and send her a message hey like are you okay if you need anything i'm here i'm always available call me Oh, man, I hate seeing this thing on her page. It's just a consistent thing. She's struggling like a motherfucker, man. I'm just over here trying to figure out how to help her, man. I'm just like, fuck. Okay, guys, besides the point, man, um, I think that's all I got, man. We're like in almost 30 minutes on this one. I'm, I'm glad that we got a little bit longer. I'm sorry I got a little bit emotional. I knew I would uh, reading these articles this morning. I just really kind of had to come on and share this with you guys. Uh, I'm doing really good, guys. Uh, the the dealership is really starting to do better. I'm starting to get a lot more internet leads. I'm starting to get in front of a lot more people. So, yeah, if you guys are in the Dallas Forward Metroplex, I'm out of Nissan of Louisville off 35, 450 business. Um, come see me. Come see me if you're going through some things. If you're in the area, drive through. Come come grab lunch. I'm always at the facility. If you if you If you don't have any lunch money or if you just want to come in and talk to somebody and just hang out and maybe even go drive some cars and get to feeling better. I'm always available at the dealership, guys. Always available. 1601 South Stemmons Freeway in Louisville. Come see me. I'm out, guys. I'm, I'm having a really good time at the dealership. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. I recently just bought another car. I don't know if you talked about my Hyundai, but it was just 160,000 miles, 2016. 
lots of city driving, lots of stop and go driving. The alternator went out. It needs brakes and rotors. It needs a tune-up. It needs tires. It needs everything. Trunk release, power windows, regulators. Everything's starting to die out. So that baby is gone. That was also very sad, letting that car go. I was very sentimental towards that car. I've been sentimental towards every car I've had because I've keep them for a long time. So they go. it's almost like having a dog, man, for me. I know it took a lot of people. Like, what the fuck you mean? It is, man. I feel like when I buy a car, I put it through so much, you know, you know, because of my mental state of being like, you know, this car in the last five, six years has just been through a lot with me. So, like, I literally kneeled to the front of her and got on my knees. I remember I was just thinking about, you know, because I got arrested while I was in that car and was on probation while I was in that car and I lost friends while I was in that car to mental health. And you know, what else, man? I'm just I've been depressed while I was in that car driving around in it. Just mad depressed, you know. But that car got me places, you know. That's all I got, guys. Uh this is a 30 minute max thing. I've actually got the <laughs> anchor is telling me to start cutting the short. Hey guys, I gotta cut it short. I think there's a 30 minute max on this deal. I don't even know because I've never done a 30 minute episode, but I did today. We broke the we broke their uh the time frame, guys. Thank you so much. This again is your host, Darko Yosipovich, the Croatian sensation, the one and only. Let's go, Croatia national soccer team. Bring on the Argentinians tomorrow at one o'clock, London and Addison. If you're in Dallas, come see us. We'll be there. To all the supporters, to all the email, to all the viewers across the world. We got people in Austria, Serbia, all over America, uh, Sweden, Denmark. There's people listening. Love you guys. Love you guys. Come see me. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.